Welcome to the Creekwood Church Podcast. During this season, we won't be having any services or events at our church building, but we are so excited to be bringing you Church at Home every weekend. To check out our online resources and learn more about Church at Home, please visit creekwoodchurch.com slash churchathome. We hope this message inspires and encourages you during this time. Enjoy. Well, if you've got your Bibles, go to Joshua. Again, this new series that we're starting is going to be about the life of Joshua. And if you haven't been to to the book of Joshua in a while, it's in the Old Testament. If you're looking for it over in Ephesians or Acts in the New Testament, you're a long ways away. You need to maybe go to the front of the Bible. Um, But I want you to follow along with me and look with me into this story. And, you know, um, I, I know... We just finished this incredible series that some of our pastors did during the summer and um, called Summer Slump. And if you didn't get a chance to watch it, I encourage you to go and watch it. And uh, just it's just a, a deep, deep word that you need to receive. But why would we look at a man's life that lived so long ago? The reason we do this and the reason I felt drawn and I've been praying for um, really the moment, the time that we're in as people and as a church. And why, why would we do a, a series on, on this man specifically, Joshua? And I, I think as we look at his life and we, we look at how God worked through him, you're going to totally relate with him in the moment that you're in today. You know, Romans chapter 15, the apostle Paul tells us that these these stories of these people in the Old Testament were actually written for us to receive exhortation and encouragement that we actually would receive hope by reading this story of real people just like you and I that lived in real places like uh, where we live and, and, and they had this interaction with a real God that we serve this real God. And it's, it's so beautiful to be able to see how God worked in their life. And, you know, it's, it's so easy. And I know some of us right now, the script that we have been following is a script that we never imagined. And, um, um, the, the script of, of the uncertainty and, and, You know, we're we're just kind of, and it's kind of making us miserable. And I know it is. It's made me miserable in a lot of ways because I miss, uh, there's so many things that I miss. Again, uh, but the script, it's very easy to kind of follow this script and kind of look at this as just as a, we're just kind of waiting for something like, we're just waiting for us to go back to normal. And do you know that the Bible never calls us back to normal? And what I want you to hear me today as we, we're introducing this series to you today is that this is not a time to follow a normal script. See, I believe that this is a moment in our history and this is a moment in in your life where God is going to get off the script that you thought he would be on. And I love that the fact that the Holy Spirit can invade inside our lives and can pull us off script and and get us outside of this where we think we're writing this story and that that this is defining us. And God comes along and kind of gets us off this, this 
this script that we're tied to, and he opens up our minds and we begin to see something different. And this is where Joshua is in this powerful moment where he is leading the, the, the Israelites into the promised land and, and leading them into this moment where God wants to take them to. You know, I, I, I think of this, as, and I think it's so important for us to be reminded of this, is that God has promises, God has places that he wants to take you and I, that even though the script that our flesh and our, our minds want to write, that want to define us, that God has this, this, this promise, this, this plan that he wants to take us to. And unless we're willing to position ourselves into the moment of what God wants to do, we're going to miss it. And, and I want to show you some things today. Um, we're going to pick up in Joshua chapter 1 immediately because I, I love the fact, and one of the things that you're going to see about his life is that God was positioning him. This was not the script that he thought was going to be his life, but God was positioning him for to be able uh, for him to take hold of the promises and the place that God wanted to take him to. And, you know, it's easy to kind of go, well, Pastor Stephen, that kind of sounds like, you know, really some religious language. And how does that apply my, to my life? The way it applies to your life is that there's hope for your life. God has a plan for your life. God has promises for your life, just like he did Joshua. And listen to what he said to Joshua and just receive this into your heart. It says, after the death of Moses, a servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses, my servant is, Moses is aid. Moses, my servant is dead now. Then you and all the people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them. To the Israelites, I will give you every place where you're, where, you're, where you set your foot as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous. Now, if you underlined your Bible, or you highlight your Bible, I want you to, to underline um, that phrase. It says, be strong and courageous, because it's important. And we're going to come back to that in just a few moments. But um, he says, be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. There it is again. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. And one of the things that I want to show you here is the fact that over and over, one of the instructions that um, Joshua receives about where he needs to be and what kind of, what place and, and, 
And sometimes when we think about place or, or positioning ourselves, we think of a physical place, but there, there is a place in our heart and, and where we're at as individuals that's also just as important. I know um, we don't like to think about that very often, but one of the things that you hear over and over again, even when you go back to Deuteronomy, which is the book before Joshua, and uh, you see this phrase over and over, be strong. Um, in fact, let me just kind of show you this in Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 7, uh, just a couple chapters back, it says, Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him, In the sight of all of Israel, be strong and courageous. There it is. In Deuteronomy 31, 23, uh, again, in the, the scripture I just read to you, Moses is telling Joshua that. And then in verse 23, it says that God commissioned Joshua in other words, God is telling Moses is telling Joshua to be strong. Now, God is telling Joshua to be strong. And you see this over and over, and then you jump over the scripture that we just read to you in verses six and seven. It says, Be strong and courageous. In verse seven, it says, Only be strong. Verse nine, it says, Be strong and courageous. How many of you know that if God repeats himself over and over, it's important. That he says, be strong. Why does he tell him that? He tells him that is because where, where, where he's going and where, where he's getting ready to take the people of Israel, there's going to be battles. There, there are going to be, an, there's going to be an enemy. Strength is so important. You know, I, I think about um, what, what it means to be strong. And I know a lot of times we think of, well, man, I, I want to be strong. And you're thinking about just being buff. But that's not what the Bible's talking about. Um, he, what, what he's talking about is that, that this, this strength, this internal strength that you have. Do you know that, that if Joshua, think about this about how important strength is because in, we want strength, but sometimes we don't think about it internally, spiritually being strong and how important it is. If Joshua isn't strong, then the army's not going to be strong and the people of Israel are not going to go into the promised land. It's so important to be strong. Parents, listen to me. If you're not strong, it's going to affect your kids. As a pastor, if I'm not strong, it's going to affect the church. Strength, being strong, is important. And that's one of the, the, the first aspects that I see about positioning ourselves is that God requires us and wants us to be strong. That God is asking Joshua, and he says to Joshua, where you're going to go, I need you to be strong. And listen to me, um, you, wherever you're listening, if you're running or walking or you're watching in your living room today, you need to be in this moment. I can't think of a greater thing that you can do, and that is to be strong. You know, we're finding out real quick, really, where your, where your strength comes from, whether or not you're strong, because a lot of times spiritually, and, I, and again, I'm talking about spiritually, 
This is a moment, a, a lot of us, man, we feel so lost and we feel so like, just like, man, I, um, I can't take it anymore. And, and a lot of it is just, we have never allowed our spiritual strength to be developed. And, you know, I was thinking about uh, uh, what it means to be strong and, and um, how sometimes people will, will um, that you don't think are that strong will amaze you. And I found this out a couple of weeks ago. My wife, uh, we've started golfing together and, and uh, she used to be on the golf team, but she hasn't been playing that much. And I, we went out with, with some of my buddies and I was like, you know, trying to, like, I was going to be her coach, but we get out there and, and y'all, she was out driving me. And I know it says somewhere in the King James that thou wifeth shall not this outdriveth her husband. And I was like, girl, you're making me look bad. I don't know if I want you hanging out with my friends no more. And, uh, but she was like, she was so strong in her swing. And, and like, I was like amazed at that, man, she, she was hitting the ball and, and she was showing the strength. You know, there's a lot of people, sometimes you may not think they're that strong, but when you see them go through some uh, crisis, you see them go through, and some of you, man, the last couple of months, you've walked through cancer, all kinds of stuff, financial hardships, and people around you have gone, man, I would have lost my mind. It's because you you have remained strong, and, and there's something inside of you spiritually that you've allowed God to develop that strength. You know, we have a decision to make, a choice to make. You can make this season, the, the script that we, are, that we are writing right now, that God is a part of our life. It can either be a, a waiting room or it can be a workout room. And you can either just be waiting and, and wasting this time or saying, you know what, during this season, I'm going to become strong. My family needs to, me to be strong. My, my, my job needs me to be strong. What it, whatever people in your life, you know, that people all around you, and just, just like Joshua, people that were connected to Joshua were depending on him being strong. I want you to write down a couple things today just on a practical level of ways to get spiritually strong. Um, number one, um, Allow God to strengthen you. I think this is so important. You know, so many times um, I've tried to be strong uh, in my own strength. And even as your pastor, there have been lots of times that, that I've, I've tried to do this on my own and, and tried to be strong, and I can't do it on my own. And I love the fact that God wants me to be stronger than I want to be strong. God wants me to be strong. Where God, the script that God is writing for my life, God wants me and needs me to be strong, to position myself in a strong way to say, I am going to be strong in allowing God to strengthen you uh, and humbling yourself in such a way that you say, God, would you, would you strengthen me? Ephesians 1 uh, says this, Verse 17, I ask the God of our master, Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent and discerning and knowing him personally, your eyes focused and clear so that you can see exactly what it is he's calling you to do. 
grasp the immensity of this glorious way of life he has for his followers. Oh, the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him, endless energy, boundless strength. I love Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 says, Finally be strong in the Lord, in the strength of his mighty, of his might. It doesn't say uh, just be strong. It says be strong in the Lord. Allow the Lord. And, and you know, this is why you hear a lot, hear us talking about the fact that as, as, as Christ followers, and you know, our, our mission here at Creekwood is to, to be fully devoted followers of Christ. And part of that being fully devoted and being strong is that you need to know God. You, you need to know God in that way where you allow him to strengthen you and know that he wants to, that you can be strong in him. Ephesians 3.16 says, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. 1 Corinthians 16.13 says, be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. See, God commands us to do something and he wants to take us somewhere, just like Joshua is getting ready to go into the promised land and lead the people of Israel into the promised land. And God is telling him, you need to be strong. Number two, serve God with a wholehearted commitment. In other words, again, be fully devoted. And you've heard us, if you've been around Creekwood for very long, that is, is our passion, is for you to be fully devoted. It's this wholehearted commitment Second Chronicles 16.9 says, The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. You know, one of the things that keeps us from knowing the strength spiritually that we, we need is that we have a divided commitment. That we're divided when it comes to um, our commitments. We're, we're, we're just not fully devoted, fully committed and a lot of times, again, it's very easy to be fully committed when everything is going perfect. But being fully committed and fully devoted when it, you're wondering what's going on, that takes strength. Um, number three, grow in your knowledge of spiritual principles. And again, uh, you've heard us talk so much about this. And um, uh, Joshua 1.8 says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. And um, we get strong when we learn these spiritual principles of, in other words, you read the word of God. And I hope that, you know, during these last few months and uh, even these days right now, you're not just spending mindless hours watching TV. Get in and read your Bible and, and learn these spiritual principles. Number four, give God glory. Give glory to God. And um, Romans 4.20 says, He grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God. Um, Romans 4.18, again, I'm just kind of giving you a lot of scripture so you can kind of see um, what it takes and, and, and how to be strong and, and giving God glory. You worshiping God, that's why, that's why we have worship. It's not because we have a group of musicians that want to do a concert. It's because we know you get stronger as you worship God. 
as you get into his presence. Um, and, you know, again, it's very easy when the script is going exactly the way we planned it. It's easy to worship God. Like, man, I'm excited. Uh, everything is turning out great. But see, true strength, you want to develop that muscle. You want to develop that strength. And I know in my own life, I found that when I worship God in advance, before it happens, in the midst of it, before he does it, that's when I become stronger. Uh, Romans 4.18 says, when everything was hopeless, Abraham believed anyway. And I love it. It says down a, a little further, it says he didn't tiptoe around God's promises uh, asking cautious, skeptical questions. Again, this was a promise that they were going to have a child. And uh, uh, he did. Man, I love that. It says in, in the message, he didn't tiptoe around God's promise, asking cautious, skeptical questions. He plunged into the promise and came up strong. He came up strong. And um, uh, again, there's so many. If you want to read sometime Hebrews uh, 11 um, is just full of, you, you can go down to verse 34 and see it says, their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle. And, you know, um, again, giving God the glory, giving God the glory, even before it happens, you know, God has, has, has done so much here at Creekwood and I, I have loved, um, watching God over the last 16, 16 and a half years, how God has led us and provided this East Campus, the West Campus. You've heard me talk so much about it, but you know, I, I was thinking about this just this last week and how God, you gave us this land and we started this beyond commitment. And right when we were getting really going on this, this pandemic hit, and isn't it just like God to allow something like that to happen right when we're trying to build this church? And I look at this and I say, God, um, I thank you in advance for the miracles that you are going to do, that one day kids and this next generation, they're going to be talking about that we as a church did something that looked impossible. And I just, I want to encourage you to continue to give God the glory in advance for everything that he's doing in your family. Give, give God the glory for everything that he's doing in this church. This has always been about people's lives change. And we are believing through these, this new building that we're going to build at this West Campus that God is going to allow us to see more lives change. Um, the last area, keep your joy. And I, I wanted to end with this one because keep your joy in God. Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Uh, we, we get true joy. We become strong when we allow joy in our hearts. Psalm 16.11 says, in your presence, there is fullness of joy. And again, um, uh, it's very important for us to... to um, Cultivate this joy. Uh, we become stronger when we are disciplined and, and, and standing and saying, you know, praying every day and saying, God, would you give me joy? And why, why is this important? Do you know that if I'm pessimistic, I, I'm not going to become stronger spiritually? But if I have joy in my heart, I'm becoming stronger. And me being able to, to talk to God and, and, and say, God, um, I don't want to sabotage the script that you have for me 
uh, me being pessimistic about what I see, God, I want to allow joy to build up the strength inside of me. You know, I know that, that uh, today a lot of you that have joined us, man, you're going through some, some impossible things with your family or your finances and, uh, or your health. And I would just encourage you to, to listen to these words that God spoke into Joshua where he said, Joshua, I want you to be strong. And this is a moment for you to be strong. Allow God to build and cultivate that strength in your life. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you. I thank you, God, for your presence. I thank you, God, that you're speaking into our lives. And Lord, I pray for the strength that you can give us, God. I pray all of us that, God, we would be mindful and aware of the fact that, God, you desire for us in this moment, God, to be strong. God, may we step up to, God, whatever it is that you're calling us to do, God, as a church, whatever it is that you're calling us to do as individuals, God, and that we would be strong in this moment, God, and allow you, God, through your Holy Spirit to write the script that you desire. God, as we position ourselves, God, with strength, God, God, with courage, God, ready to walk into whatever it is that you have for us, God. We thank you for this. And everyone said, amen. Thank you for listening to the Creekwood Church podcast. If you've been encouraged by the ministry of Creekwood Church and would like to partner with us financially, you can give securely online at creekwoodchurch.com or on our Creekwood Church app. If you need prayer, we would love to pray with you. Please submit a prayer request online at creekwoodchurch.com slash prayer. 